Cassandra. And please mind that description box for links such as ebooks and merch. And uh, again, thank you for being here. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about the Good Daughter Complex, but we're going to be talking about the Svengali-like tactics of the discard. You know, a lot of us who have dealt with the discard from a narcissist know just how painful it can be. But I'm going to really talk about how a woman who has the Good Daughter Complex often deals with this. All right, so... Um, a lot of good daughters, right, they have the mommy dearest complex. So this means that she's dealing with a lot of issues just with her mom, okay, that this can set her up for a third-party situation. Now, a lot of narcissists, they like to have third-party situations, but not just one third-party situation. They often have a network of third-party situations. So when a woman who has the good daughter complex often deals with this, then it's almost like she is being bombarded by extra drama. First is, you know, having mommy dearest issues, and then it spills over to her other relationships. This can be girlfriends. This can be coworkers at work. This can be with really anyone that she may be having an interaction with because she has the... Well, I was going to say the need to please, but it's more like a deep wound that she has. It's an unresolved issue that she continues to have. So the good daughter has a complex of people pleasing, but mainly her mom. But unfortunately, because of the narcissistic relationship that she has with her mom, this can spill over to her other relationships. So when she's dealing with a narcissist, who may be very seductive, right? She's in love. She has the relationship. Unfortunately, she goes beyond and just above and beyond to try to please her lover or her partner, right? So if the partner is a narcissist and they have Svengali-like tactics, unfortunately, by the time that, you know, they discard, it can be extra, you know, it just could be a lot. And this may be overwhelming to a woman who has the good daughter complex because she may be left with asking questions like, what did she do wrong? When the reality, more than likely, is that she didn't do anything wrong. She may have been going above and beyond showing her, showing her partner that she is, if she's not married, that she's maritable. Okay, she's you know, ironing, she's cooking, she's cleaning, she's, you know, giving this person a lot of pleasure, you know, she's doing all these things. But she may be left picking up the pieces because she may be confused as to what happened. Okay, so she's having issues with her mom, and she's also having issues with her daughter. So by the time the discard happens in the narcissistic relationship, she may be very devastated. Okay, so I really want to get into that today and I certainly hope everyone is doing well. Um, I know a lot of people are uh, starting to focus in on the next chapter of their life regardless if they're younger, middle age or older. They're thinking about the next chapter. Okay so I certainly hope that you are taking care of yourself as well as, as each other. All right.
Okay, so I want to talk about the stronghold of a Svengali narcissist. <clears throat> okay, so when a woman who has a good daughter complex is dealing with a narcissist, she's not excluded from anyone else who's dealing with a narcissist who's going to eventually discard. Okay, but like I said before, a lot of women who have this type of complex, and that is to please first her mom and then everyone else, because she may feel that she must do so in order to be loved and accepted, right? She may actually, uh, her, the pain of this discard may be double for her, because this is stemming from her childhood, that rejection, not feeling good enough. Okay, so someone else who may not have that issue, but they're dealing with a narcissist. So by the time the, the discard happens, okay, yes, they're going to be devastated. But it, it may not be, the wound may not be as deep because it didn't start in their childhood. Like a woman who has the good daughter complex. Okay, so the dark triad is a combination of behavior patterns such as narcissism, psychopathy, and Machiavellianism. Machiavellianism, which is usually all under the guise of antisocial behavior with a certain survival mechanism of unethical amnesia. Okay, so I'm going to zero in on that amnesia for a second. People who have a dark personality, such as a narcissist, very often they like to forget conveniently how they got the uh, narcissistic supply or how they obtain supply from a person. Okay, so they like to, they have this selective amnesia. They like to forget how they got it, but they never forget that they obtained they have obtained supply from somebody, right? So this is often why narcissists they like to recycle their exes because see they never forget that they got the supply in the first place, but they always it just seems like they always like to forget how they got it. Okay, how did they get the supply? For instance, they may have cheated on their partner. Okay, they may have had that network of third-party situationships that I, you know, sometimes I talk about. They don't just do just one third-party situation. They do several. They like a, a whole network, okay, because they don't like to run out of supply. So narcissists, they often, they often like to forget how they got it, okay? So this kind of throw off their shame, okay? A lot of narcissists, they are constantly throwing off shame. So they, they project onto others. They go into the blaming game. So this is part of that amnesia. It's like it's a defense mechanism also, but it's on steroids, okay? They will forget how they got it, but they will never forget that they got it, okay? All right, so it is under the guise that one can discover the mastermind of the Svengali behind the narcissist's false self-image, okay? Okay, so um, the, the Svengali is one who seduces, charms, persuades and exploits others for a sinister and selfish purpose, okay, which often places targeted prey in a sunken place. One of the main reasons why a Svengali narcissist are able to or is able to continue to obtain source supply from multiple targeted prey is due to a diabolical cocktail of charm, seduction, superiority, social, emotional manipulation, deception, a strong sense of entitlement, with a lethal dose of having a sixth sense of detecting fear in others. Okay, so this goes with those women who have, right? Those women who have the good complex, 
right? To please. They have the good daughter complex. And it starts with mom. And unfortunately, mom displays this Spengali type of tactic. Sometimes she does. Not, not all narcissistic moms do this, but there are some who do. How do they seduce? How do they deceive? How does a narcissistic mom have this sixth sense of detecting fear? Because she has these. Okay? So when a woman who has the good daughter complex is already exposed to this, by the time she gets to a lover when she's older, see, she's well familiar with this. So uh, her partner who has a Svengali tactic of discarding, again, this is going to be a, a double whammy for a woman who's going through this. Okay? So I wanted to point that out because there are some narcissistic moms who do have a sixth sense of detecting fear in her daughter. And unfortunately, she would use this as a leverage to you know, remain control in control of her daughter. And this same goes for a woman who has the good daughter complex and who has a narcissistic lover. Okay, It is these diabolical tactics or source supply that the narcissist repeatedly uses due to having a uh, predatory nature or having predatory aims, right? which is loyal to his or her false self-image. That right there, that part. See, when a woman who has the good daughter complex is trying to please her lover, see, she's going beyond to try to keep this relationship going. Unfortunately, the narcissistic partner, they have predatory aims, right? Or they have very selfish aims. What are they doing? They're loyal, okay? Okay? They're loyal, but not to a, not to the woman who has the good daughter complex. They're loyal to the false self-image. Matter of fact, they have several false self-images. Many of you have heard me say this. They have the false self-images or false self-images from that of a martyr to a saint to a person who deems themselves as a victim. Okay? So this... When a woman is dealing with her partner who views himself or herself as a victim, then there is nothing that she's going to be able to say and or do that's going to cause them to deviate from their mentality or their position or the reality that they are loyal to their own false self-images. And that means that they will it will be, unfortunately, to the expense of the good daughter. And that goes also you know, for the mom, her narcissistic mom, who will exploit her for her own selfish means, okay? Unfortunately, others who are emotionally invested in a dysfunctional relationship with him or her are paying the price psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, and sometimes sexually. Often it can take a long time before one comes out of the sunken place to begin healing and thriving forward past narcissistic abuse. Okay, so the narcissistic abuse cycle, which is idealization, devaluation, or to devalue, and then moving on to the discard. Unfortunately, when you put the Svengali spin on the discard, it can be devastating. Some women never recover from this. Why? Because she has a good daughter complex. In other words, this crap, okay, uh, this BS has started 
when she was a child. So it's almost like she's set up for having the third party situationships, but just in general being involved with a narcissist. Very often, a woman who has this type of complex, and that is to please her mom, her narcissistic mom, very often she will end up in a relationship with a narcissistic partner, okay? And, and it's unfortunate because she may be left with not only picking up the pieces, but she may be left with all of these unanswered questions. And then on top of that, there are many things that perhaps have been unsaid and undone in the relationship with the narcissist. The narcissist could be her husband, okay? It could be someone else that she loves and cares about, right? It could be a lover. And I mean, let's, let's not make any mistake. There are some women who have the good daughter complex who may feel like they are entangled not only with the narcissistic lover, but perhaps someone from her past, okay, who may want to come back into the picture. Okay, so behavior patterns and characteristics of Svengali narcissists, white-collar criminals, okay, ruthless self-advancement, cyber bully or cyber aggression, control freak, Machiavellian, a demagogue, conspirator or trickster. Okay, so when we look at this list here, uh, one of the things that I want you guys to notice is that when it comes down to the ruthless self-advancement, I think that is the that that's the number one thing that Svengali narcissists will often use in order to maintain control. Either they're trying to obtain control or they will maintain it by using ruthless self-advancement. That's another way of saying that they don't mind exploiting other people to get what they want. Okay, so uh, the other things listed here, of course, um, everything may not apply to every person who has a narcissistic personality or every woman who may be a narcissistic mom. See, it may, all of this may not apply. But the one thing I think is going to be in most of the cases, and that is the ruthless self-advancement. Because a lot of narcissists in general, okay, whether they're a mom or a father or a lover or, you know, a wife or a husband, one of the things that they're going to often do is focus on what they can get out of the deal. What can they get out of the uh, relationship? And they don't mind exploiting others to do it because they're loyal to their false self-images. So they're not looking at the cost of their behavior. Very often, they're too busy salivating or focusing on what they think they're going to get. They're focusing on the rewards. They're, they're not focusing on what the other person is feeling or thinking or what they may be going through or the damages that they may leave behind. Okay, so uh, this is the Svengali aspect of, or this is a Svengali tactic to the discard. When you think about it, the narcissist is already in the steps of discarding someone long before a person looks up and finds out that they are gone or they have ghosted, right? They're, they're, just think about it. They're already in the steps. They're already doing it well before a person gets that phone call or they get that. Most of the time, narcissists, they will not break up with somebody, okay? Or 
if they're ready to divorce someone, they won't do it by phone call. They may text or they may use one of the people that they have recruited as a flying monkey to start, okay, doing something like that to discard. Because sometimes narcissistic exes, see, they will go ahead and move on to hoovering somebody back in. So don't be surprised if some of you have already experienced this or they have you have known someone to go through this. And that is a narcissist recruiting someone to play the role of flying monkey, a dysfunctional role of flying monkey, right? They will discard the person, but they will use that same person that they recruited as flying monkey to try to get the person to be hoovered back in. Some people may be wondering, well, how does that happen? Well, just think about it. Narcissists often like to recruit enablers of theirs, right? They're enablers to do their dirty work. First, they'll send somebody out there, okay, well, tell this person, I said this or I said that. And they will break up with the person that way. The narcissist will do some dirty, underhanded things, okay, in order to get what they want. So they may send a flying monkey out to send the message to the person that they're going to be breaking up with them or they want a divorce, only to try to recycle back or hoover them back in later. And they will use the same flying monkey to do their dirty work. Because, see, they're counting on the person to still be hurt about how they broke up with them. They're, they're counting on, see, they're looking for signs that, is this person still in love with me or not? Even though I just divorced them or I, I broke up with them in a, in a messy way. Are they still in love? Can I still use that as leverage? So they will often send the same flying monkey back out to do some more dirty work. And, you know, I did a couple of videos about flying monkeys and how sometimes they often have their own hidden agendas to get a person hoovered back into a relationship with a narcissist. Okay? Now, their their tactics may not be the same as a narcissist, but a narcissist and a flying monkey are often like first cousins, not twins. Number one reason why is because the reason behind why they want to have somebody who were back into a narcissistic situation are very different from a narcissist. Yet, with the narcissist and the flying monkey having in common is that they want to get a person hoovered back into a narcissistic relationship. And this also includes moms who are narcissistic. They have a they have a, a reason why they want their daughters back in a relationship with them is a very toxic, destructive, dysfunctional relationship. But narcissistic mom, she has reasons why she wants to be in that type of relationship with her daughter. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the number one reason is because she would like source supply, right? Now, she may recruit one of her siblings as a flying monkey to get her daughter hoovered back in. Pardon me, the, the mom may recruit one of the daughter's siblings to get the daughter hoovered back in. A lot of us are very familiar with this. Narcissistic mom may recruit one of the siblings and say, okay, go tell your brother or your sister or whatever, tell them this or that, tell them what I said. Or she may use a tactic like she's very hurt that the good daughter has done something wrong, right? Which is BS. She didn't do anything wrong. But 
the mother, the narcissistic mother, may tell the other siblings of hers that, hey, you know, your sister is up to it again. She's she's hurt me again. She's done this. She's done that. And that is a way she may get her daughter to get Hubert back in because that sibling may be, you know, hurt. They may be angry and they will go to bat for narcissistic mom. And before you know it, they're going to the sister saying, well, you hurt mom and you did this and you did that and yada, yada, yada. And that is the way that a narcissist can use a flying monkey to number one, bust up the relationship bust up the relationship or discard the relationship only to hoover the person back in again. So using the same flying monkey to do their dirty work. Okay, so Svengali narcissists will do this. They will seduce, then they will go ahead and, well, that's part of the idealization. Then they will move on to devaluing the person, giving a signal or a message that they did something wrong. So good the daughter, she's made, she's seeing the message that she's doing something wrong. But in reality, she's not doing anything wrong. Except leaving herself out of the equation of love or getting what she wants in a relationship. Because she's going way over and beyond to try to please someone who really they're not reachable anyway. See the narcissists from day one, they're not about the connection. They're about the control. So from day one, the good daughter. It really doesn't have a chance, not only with her mom, but with a narcissist, okay? She, she doesn't have a chance, but unfortunately, because good daughter aims to please, this is something that she can easily overlook. But unfortunately, the narcissist will often exploit her for that. So the mixed signal is, okay, you did something wrong. Well, the message is, you did something wrong, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. So then the good daughter is being devalued because even though she is a good daughter, right? Or she has a, she's a woman with a good daughter complex. In her mind, she's being good. She's doing the right thing. But the narcissist continues to convey the message that she's not doing the right thing. She needs to try harder. And even when she does try harder, she's still going to fail. They're still not going to be pleased. So that's part of the devaluation. And then moving on to the discard. This is when the narcissist will cut things off abruptly, usually. And they often have a cowardly way of discarding. They will use a flying monkey or they will get someone else to convey that message to her. That, hey, this relationship is over. Because that person, the flying monkey, may go to her and say, hey, I saw your, you know, I saw your man out somewhere. Or I saw... You know, I saw him with someone else or so on and so forth, right? So the woman who has the good daughter complex, she's learning secondhand that she no longer has a relationship or she's been booted out of the third party situationship because you best believe that narcissist already has new source supply long before he discards of the good daughter or a woman who has a good daughter complex. He already has everything lined up. He or she, you know, their partner, they already have everything lined up. Okay? So, unfortunately, by the time it gets to the discard, the woman who has the good daughter complex is left confused, wondering what happened. Where did she go wrong? Unfortunately, that's going to be emotionally tormenting for her because the narcissist is not going to help her, what, gain closure. A lot of you have heard me mention this. In my videos, right? The narcissist 
emotionally, they're not, e- they're not even equipped to be able to help anyone gain closure, peace of mind, okay, yet alone uh, balance or harmony. Because the narcissist, they're not interested in making atonement with anyone because that means they're going to have to acknowledge their part in the breakup or their part in the, of the relationship where things may have gone south or sour. Narcissists, they don't hold themselves accountable for the things that they do, say or feel. Okay, so very often when uh, the woman who has a good daughter complex is facing this kind of thing, she's left picking up the pieces, right? She's left picking up the, the pieces, not knowing what happened. And so the narcissist, he's going on to the new supply. He or she are going on to the new supply. Okay? So uh, I want to point out again these Svengali narcissist characteristics because I think the most thing to pay attention to is the ruthless self-advancement. This is going to help people to understand once they are discarded that really at the end of the day, how much, you know, one of the best questions to ask, critical questions, what type of relationship did they have in the first place? Was it really loving, caring, kind? Was it really something that was adding to their life? More than likely not. Okay? Because the narcissist from day one, see, they're not about the, the connection. They're about the control. So a diagnosis by a mental health care practitioner of psychopathy and narcissistic personality disorder is not a typical diagnosis for mental illness. The DSM-5 revision for what a personality disorder is has changed from a pattern of thinking, emotionally behaving, right, to adaptive failure, which reflects a failure to develop effective interpersonal functionality. Okay, let me break that down a little bit. Simply means, okay, or simply put, any time a person who has a narcissistic personality or a dark personality as a lover, whether that's a spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, what have you, one of the things to keep in mind is that this person, see, they have a failure from day one. They lack empathy, which means they're not going to connect. They're emotionally, they are not equipped to connect to anyone on a very deep level or in a meaningful way. They have poor interpersonal skills, meaning they often, from day one, they often are sizing people up to see how they can use them. It's not about the connection. It's about the control. That's the best way I can break that down. See, a person, when they're dealing with a narcissist, and it's very easy, you know, I've done this. It's very easy to overlook this because, see, normally a person is about the connection. But see, with a narcissist, it's not about the connection. It's about the control from day one. They're already showing that they are not able to connect. But it's very easy to overlook it. Why? Especially a woman who has the good daughter complex. See, she's about the control. She wants the control. Why? Because this is something that she didn't get with her mom. This is something that she may continue to try to get with her mom. She's constantly, picture a woman constantly trying to reach for her mom. It starts when she's a little girl, though. But as she gets older, she's still reaching for mom. 
she still wants the validation. She still wants the connection. She still wants a great relationship with her mom. So while that's ongoing, now she has perhaps a husband who's a narcissist. Perhaps she has a lover who's a narcissist. So guess what? Now she's got two people she's trying to gain that validation with. She's trying to get the connection, but to no avail. See, I point this out too because this, when we're dealing with a narcissist, this is something to really keep in mind. Once we figure out we're dealing with someone like that with a dark personality, that is one of the best ways to stay focused on thriving forward. Because once you know who you're dealing with and what you're dealing with, you will be able to make the best decisions, right? The best choices. You will challenge yourself to make the choices that will bring about necessary change. This way, you're continuing to thrive forward. You're continuing to grow. You're not trying to connect to someone who from day one doesn't want the connection, right? So I wanted to point this out because uh, a lot of women who have the good daughter complex, they have been left picking up the pieces, right? They have been left trying to deal with what to do next, okay? What's the next step? But my experience has taught me, once you figure out who and what you're dealing with, you will more than likely know what to do next, okay? To keep yourself on, you know, just keep yourself on point. Keep yourself moving. Keep yourself, your overall well-being on point. That's what's most important because the narcissist doesn't care about your mental health, yet alone your emotional health or your overall well-being. So let me go ahead and wrap this up by sharing with you guys signs of a, of a stronghold by a Svengali narcissist. Now, this means a woman who has the good daughter complex. Like I was saying, she has on one hand, she has mom she's still trying to hold on to. And on the other, she may have a husband who's a narcissist and she's trying to hold on to him too, right? But let's look at the stronghold, right? The stronghold by a Svengali narcissist because while she's trying to hold on to these two relationships, is tearing her apart. This is where I'm getting at, okay? So signs of a stronghold. Addiction to the narcissist and or dysfunctional relationship with him or her. Next sign, obsession with the narcissist. Extreme loyalty to narcissists in the face of their dysfunctional behavior. Next sign, reluctance to explore new relationships with others unless narcissist approves. Depression, mismanaged and misplaced anger. Okay, anxiety, repeatedly pursuing the narcissist for validation and closure. We talked about that. Excessive amounts of flashbacks and nightmares about the narcissist. Denial about the poor quality of the relationship with the narcissist. Okay, so all of these things are to be kept in mind because when you look at all of these, these strongholds here, okay, or the ways that a person can be stronghold or strong held by the narcissistic relationship it is something that can blow the mind see i think also this is one of the reasons why some people do not understand what it's like to be in a narcissistic relationship unless they've gone through it i mean just look at all of this for instance obsession with the narcissist some women who have the good daughter complex they don't necessarily have an obsessed or an obsession uh, personality right But for someone on the outside looking in, they may observe her as a person who has an obsessive personality. 
But she ne- she doesn't necessarily have that. Okay, but it may look like it. Why? Because she's super focused on pleasing her mom, okay, and her lover or her husband or her, or her partner. She's she's is she so she may look like a person that's doing the most is she's going well over way and beyond. So somebody looking at her might be like, well, wow, why is she doing all that? Or wow, she's a you know she's a drama queen. Very often, you know, some women who have the uh, good good daughter complex, unfortunately, she's mislabeled as someone who is not a good person. But in reality, very often she is. She usually has very positive characteristics, but unfortunately they can be overshadowed by her attempts to please mommy dearest and please her narcissistic partner, whether that's a husband, lover, or, or, or an ex who's trying to get back in the mix. Okay? Whatever the case may be. So she is dealing with a stronghold. This can become a habit that's hard to break. This is what I'm getting at with this. So when a narcissist is very, you know, they have these Svengali tactics to discard, it can be devastating. We have to remember a Svengali narcissist is one who uses, uh, they're usually using seduction, but I say a dark seduction, okay, in order to maintain source supply. So when you start looking at the dark uh, seduction of the discard is deep because that means that a woman who has the good daughter complex once the narcissist may uh, discard she may still want the relationship and this doesn't mean she's a bad person or she's crazy or she's capping or you know she's delude no you have to remember this goes way back to her childhood when she was having a narcissist relationship with her mama okay her mom her mama her mom her mother <laughs> right but she's having all of these mommy dearest issues and she can be 40 years old she can be 30 she can be 25 okay she could be 50 60 whatever right but the bottom line is this once that relation once the narcissist has discarded see the woman who has the good daughter complex she's still left with wounds from the past unresolved issues and now on top of that somebody who just discarded of her so she may be feeling like she's back at square one she's that little girl who can't please anyone yet alone mommy no matter how good she is see it is a vicious cycle so I really wanted to just point that out to you guys and uh, I'm going to go ahead and do, probably going to continue with the uh, Good Daughter Complex uh, series here because I think this is very important. There are a lot of women right now who are finding out, okay, who they are. They're finding this out, okay? So <clears throat> let's not belittle that a woman very often has to look at the relationship with her mom she's going to have to look at that so I want to leave you guys with some focus tools here and until next time take care of yourself as well as each other and please do not forget to go ahead and check for the links there that I have for you guys and uh, you know this is going to go ahead and help you 
you know, stay focused on thriving forward. But not only that, to go ahead and touch bases with yourself. Not saying that you're not doing that already, but touch bases with yourself and just know that regardless of what the narcissist says, you are someone who is worthy, okay, of love. You're worthy of the life you want. Narcissists often want to go ahead and give the message or convey the message that you're beneath them. You're not worth it. But I don't want you guys to continue to think that, okay? You know, forget them. Forget the narcissist. <laughs> okay? Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. And